You're listening to the Run Pass Option with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. We talk sports because we know sports. Hi, right, how are you? Welcome to another episode of the Run Pass Option with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holiday. I am Doc Holiday, and I'm rolling solo. Uh, my brother Isaac Bruce is tied up. He's a businessman. He's a busy man. I'm a businessman, too. I'm a busy man, too. But he has a lot more going on than I do, a lot more responsibility. So Isaac is busy, so I'm going to knock out this episode of the Run Pass Option all by my lonesome. And I got some things I want to talk about. First of all, NBA Free agency opt-in period time is, is upon us. And there's there was a lot of talk whether or not Brooklyn Nets star Kyrie Irving would, would opt in into his player option to stay with the Brooklyn Nets one, one more year or not do it. Now, a lot of people thought that Kyrie was going to uh, – a lot of Lakers fans thought that – well, first of all, Kyrie decided to opt in, and I don't blame him here. Opt in – $36.5 million player option for the 2022-2023 season. That's next season. Opt-in at that $36.5 million. Now, uh, reportedly, Kyrie did tell the Brooklyn Nets that he wanted a, a, a long, long-term long extension. But he didn't get a long-term extension before he decided to opt-in with his player option for this last season to make himself $36.5 million. Now, I'm not sure why he didn't get the long-term extension, but it's probably got something to do with the fact that he missed so many games last year. He only played 29 games last year, but when he played, he put up 27 points a game. And he had a stretch from March to April when my man had like four, was it four 40-point games or something like that? And even one uh, off for 60 points one game. My man is a stone-cold hooper now. But he opted into that $36.5 million contract. Now, he still can get traded, then get a long-term deal, but for right now, he's opted in and he's with the Brooklyn Nets and Kevin Durant for next season, which I'm glad because I want to see what a healthy Kyrie and a healthy KD can do together a full season. Because those are two of the top five basketball players in the NBA. And I want to see what they can do together. But I really want to talk about the fact that Kyrie opted in $36.5 million and immediately, immediately, Stephen A. Smith had to go because they've been going at it. And Stephen A. Smith has something personal against Kyrie Irving because he can't let it go. Now, Stephen A. Smith, about 54, 55, 56 years old, something like that. Kyrie Irving, 30. So Kyrie Irving is old enough to be Stephen A. Smith's son. But it doesn't matter to Stephen A. Smith. But as soon as Kyrie opts in, because if, if people are not aware, you know, Stephen A. Smith and Kyrie have been going at it for a while. And I've been calling out Stephen A. Smith for a while because why? Just pay attention to what he does. Whether you're black, white, Asian, whatever you are, just pay attention. Just listen to him. You don't, you don't have to take a side or, or whatever. Listen to him. Go back and listen to some of the things he said in his long career. Stephen A. Smith makes it a point to attack black athletes negatively and try to tear them down way past what they do on the basketball or the football field. So that's why I'd be at him to try to let, try to make him let go some of this personal vendetta stuff and 
this self-hate that he has for dudes that look like him. But anyway, Kyrie opted in. Stephen A. Smith immediately, he's been off from first take now, off work. Stephen A. Smith immediately made a video talking about Kyrie opting in and I guess, you know, kind of mocking Kyrie a little bit because Kyrie didn't get the long-term contract extension that he wanted. So he was really mocking Kyrie on on Stephen A. on his day off. He made sure he made a video to address it. And it's curious because when Nick Saban made those outrageous allegations against Deion Sanders and Jackson State talking about they paid Travis Hunter a million dollars to come down there and play for them. And Deion Sanders was like, man, please, I don't even make a million dollars because Nick Saban was butthurt that such a high recruit went to an HBCU with Deion Sanders. So he falsely accused Deion and Jackson State of paying the man a million dollars. Now, of course, Stephen A. Smith is known for his opinion and his loudness and his takes. So when that happened, people were tweeting at Stephen A. because he was off work then, too. And he clapped back at several people calling him goofy and basically stupid because he was like, I'm I'm, I'm off. I'll address that when I'm back on the air Monday. He was off. He wouldn't address that when he was off. But he was quick to address the Kyrie Irving situation when he was off. Those are the kind of things I'd be talking about with him. But anyway, Kyrie opts in that $36.5 million. But the fun, fun, uh, 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 $36.5 million contract, I think it was, might, may have been $36.9, $37 million, So, uh, But the funny thing is that there were rumors flying out there that uh, Kyrie was going to go to the Lakers, not opt in and go to the Lakers. And the Lakers could only pay him $6 million. And a lot of Lakers fans believe that. And to me, y'all has to, y'all have to have been crazy as hell. Say what you want about Kyrie, but the dude is a smart, deep thinker. You may not have, you may not have to, you may not agree with everything he says, but he's a smart, deep thinker. That dude ain't no damn fool. Ain't no way in the hell that dude was finna leave $30 million on the table to go play for the Lakers. We were, he ain't gonna leave $30 million on the table to go play for anybody. Lakers fans, that's just so how desperate y'all are, even though y'all have arguably, well, not arguably, one of the best players to ever play. Y'all thought Kyrie Irving was gonna leave $30 million on the table to go play for the Lakers. Man, please. Please. That was crazy as hell if y'all thought that. But anyway, Kyrie opts in. And Stephen A. Smith hates it. Can't stand it. A couple of more people. Uh, Russell Westbrook also, who plays for the Lakers. He opted in for next season, which is going to pay him $47 million. I think this is the last year of his five-year. How much was it? Five-year? two hundred and. $200 million contract he signed or something. But anyway, uh, it's last year. He, he opted into his $47 million, which, hell, you better. $47 million? Man, please. Them dudes getting paid so much money. Getting paid so much money. 
But it's a lot of, uh, and some people, uh, 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 well, the talk is the Nets are probably, the Nets should trade Kyrie Irving to the Lakers for Russell Westbrook. I say, hell no. No. Why would you do that? Why, K, why would KD want to get back with Russell Westbrook, who's ball dominant? Kyrie is ball dominant too, but Kyrie will give it up and let KD go to work. I don't see that happening, and I don't see that working, and I, I'm not a fan of that at all. I mean, what, uh, uh, Russell Westbrook gets a hard time, man, but dude is one of the best guards to ever play. Now, this past season, did he have some struggles? Yes. Did he look like some of his basketball power had been taken away? Uh, yes. But I wouldn't trade Kyrie for Russell Westbrook. I wouldn't trade Russell Westbrook. Well, I probably would trade Russell Westbrook for Kyrie. But if I was the Nets, I wouldn't trade Kyrie for Russell Westbrook. We've seen Kevin Durant and Westbrook in their prime. They, they couldn't win a championship together. Maybe now, maybe now they're a little, little older. Maybe their roles can be a little bit better defined. But I don't know if Westbrook going to do that because Westbrook still feels like he's the man and he's supposed to feel that way. But KD is definitely the man. Any team that Kevin Durant plays on in the NBA right now, he's the man. Or should be the man. Any team. Name me one where he wouldn't be. Any team he goes to, Kevin Durant is immediately the man. But I don't like that. I don't, I don't, I don't like that. I don't, I don't, I don't like that scenario at all. Hell no. 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 And another John Wall and the Houston Rockets agreed to a, to a buyout. John Wall do $47 million. Houston Rockets gave him $44 million just to sit down last season because he was healthy. They didn't want to play him because they're rebuilding. Gave John Wall $44 million just to sit there and chill out. Just bought him out. They ain't give him his whole $47 million. Did he get like 41? <laughs> 41 to walk away. $41 million Wall gets to walk away. $41 million Wall gets to walk away. And the pro reportedly he's going to side with the L.A. Clippers, which I like that. Getting him with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. They got Reggie Jackson there, who's really not a starting NBA point guard, but he can get it done. But I like that, man. Them, them dudes get money. Them young girls get money. Plenty of money. Plenty of money. And guess who don't like the fact that they're getting money? That these young players are getting money. Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal came out and said on his podcast, he's jealous of the amount of money that today's NBA players are getting. And I said, man, that's asinine. That's some big hating ass stuff because Shaquille is a Shaquille O'Neal is a damn billionaire. And he admitted that he and some of the older players are jealous of the amount of money that these players are getting paid now. And he cited the fact that Rudy Gobert, a three-time defensive player of the year, makes more than $20 million a year. And Rudy Gobert may make, he may make more than that. But he says they're jealous of that. And he admitted sometimes that jealousness, that jealousy and that pettiness comes out when they're criticizing and analyzing them on television or in the or on their podcasts. 
my thing is this is like, okay, well, damn. Y'all extremely biased then. People tuning in to you all to get unbiased opinion. Break down the game. But you admitted the fact that you don't like the amount of money that they're making, so you let that influence whether you give them a compliment or how harshly you criticize them. That just shows your lack of professionalism, Shaq. That's all. And your hater, that's... That's big hate, man. Big Aristotle. Whatever you call your that's big hate, big dog. Why the hell you work? Why, why you care so much? You like Stephen A. Smith. Why you care so much how much these players getting paid? It ain't your money. I don't care if dudes getting paid a lot of money, man, who's sitting on the bench and not playing at all. That's just how it goes. The game has grown. The game has grown. You getting paid way more than Hakeem Elijah one, Hakeem Elijah one, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar them got paid, and they were better than you. And Shaq was dominant as hell. That's how it goes, man. As the game grows, because the world has grown, it has become more popular. TV contracts are larger. Would you prefer that the owners and the NBA keep the majority of the TV money and pay the NBA players what they paid, y'all? But you still made a lot of money. That was just some hating-ass shit, man. Seriously, though. For real. It was. It was. And I like Shaq because I, lo I love some of the things Shaq does off the court. Philanthropically. But damn, that's some hating stuff, bro. I ain't with that. That ain't the move. That ain't the look, man. That ain't that ain't it, dog. That ain't it at all, man. That's horrible. So people can't trust what you're saying. Basically, when you're up there criticizing players or talking about the game, people can't trust what you're saying. Are you speaking this? Is this personal or is this your true personal? I mean, true professional opinion, true professional analysis and breakdown. And when you listen. He and Charles Barkley really don't break the game down. They just go out there and talk. But people pay to be entertained, and I guess they're entertaining. But damn, that was some big hating stuff, bro. Big hating ass stuff, man. I can't believe you said it, but I guess I can believe you said it. But damn. Damn. Cleveland Browns, NFL, Deshaun Watson, hearings are being under, un, hearings are underway now whether or not Cleveland Browns newly signed quarterback uh, Deshaun Watson should be suspended, and if so, for how long? Deshaun has 25 accusations brought up against him, against massage therapists, uh, for sexual misconduct. Now, Deshaun has settled 20 of 24 civil lawsuits that have been brought up against him, alleging sexual misconduct. But no criminal charges have been filed against Deshaun Watson. I think a, 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 a grand jury uh, came together on a couple of charges and they declined to press charges. So no criminal charges have been brought up. But Deshaun Watson 
Deshaun Watson has settled 20 of the 24 civil lawsuits. So even, even though you settle, that doesn't necessarily mean you're guilty. But damn, when you got this many, damn. And my point is this. Should he be suspended? Should, should Deshaun Watson serve some kind of suspension? I know the NFL is asking for a year-long suspension. But the NFLPA is arguing against that. And they're bringing up their defense why that shouldn't happen. But I'm under the point that, I mean, I'm under the impression that, yeah, Deshaun Watson, you, you got you to gotta serve some kind of suspension. Because it's too much. Because the NFL has this, they, they got to make an example. They just can't let this go and you don't serve any suspension at all. Now a whole year? I don't know. Half the year? Okay. I can see that. I can see that. But they could easily say, okay, you settled 20 of the 24, so we'll give you a game for every lawsuit, every lawsuit you settled. That would be more than a year. But my point is that I have a wife, I have two daughters. And this abuse that he's been accused of, that he allegedly committed, is serious. So my whole point is that, yes, Deshaun Watson should serve some form of suspension. I would say half a season. I would say half a season. But he has to get something. He has to get something. Once again, a year, I wouldn't give him a whole year. But a half a season, yeah, he got to get something. He got to get something. And I think that's the fact. I think that's why that Cleveland Browns haven't did anything with Baker Mayfield yet. That was their starting quarterback, remember? Until he asked for a trade in the offseason. So the Browns went out and got Deshaun Watson. But he's still with the Browns. Hadn't been traded yet. Haven't been cut. And if I was Cleveland, I keep his ass. Even though they got a couple of more quarterbacks on the roster, I think uh, Jacoby Brissett, Josh Dobbs. I keep him. Because even though he was hurt last year, he still put up some pretty good numbers, 3,000 yards, 17 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, but he was hurt. Had a torn labrum in his shoulder, broke a bone, the bone right here that goes from your shoulder to your elbow, uh, humorous bone, funny bone. Had all other kind of injuries and played hurt, had a tough season. But in 2020, he had 3,500 yards, 26 touchdowns, eight interceptions when he was healthy. Now, I think after they find out what's going to happen with Deshaun, now just say the NFL suspends Deshaun Watson for an entire season. You definitely got to keep Baker. I don't give a damn how bad our relationship and communication have been. If, if Deshaun has to sit out the whole season, you got to keep him. You got to keep him. Pay him that $18 million or whatever y'all owe him this season. Got to keep him. But if not, 
then you try to trade them. But then if I was the NFL teams, the NFL know that y'all don't want them. So they'll just wait till y'all release them. But it may be a team that comes along that, that's like, I don't want to take that chance. So let me go and try. Let me go and trade for him. Don't let, don't let him become an unrestricted free agent because then he can go anywhere he wants to go. But I know Cleveland, the Browns, waiting to see what's going to happen with Deshaun Watson, what they do with Baker Mayfield. Now, some reporters like, ah, oh, that relationship is over. Now, if the relationship was over, he still wouldn't be on the team. So it's not completely over because they still had to talk to each other. It's like two people who filed for divorce and they still live in the same house. Don't nobody want to leave. They're still looking at each other. Got to speak sometimes. And sometimes the relationship can, can, can soften back up when you come to seeing somebody all the time. So that's how it is with that. So I'm with it. Keep his ass until you see what's going on with Deshaun, man. He don't want to be there. Torch his ass then. Don't let him go nowhere. Baker the Brown. Baker the Brownie. And one last thing before I get out of here, man. NFL running backs, NFL legend, Adrian Peterson. And NFL good running back, Le'Veon Bell, have agreed to uh, face off in the exhibition boxing match July 30th in L.A. They're going to fight each other. The boxing match, first boxing match for both of them, the exhibition box, boxing match, but boxing match nevertheless. Which I think is, a, and, hey, you know, it is what it is, man. I used to box. Boxing was actually my first sport. And I love, I, I love the art of boxing. Take this hand skills. I love that man-to-man, mano-e-mano, scrapping. I love it, but they're going to fight each other. AP 37, I think Le'Veon. Well, how old Le'Veon? 30? 31? Something like that. They same size, though. Around 6'1, 220 pounds. AP got them quick feet, explosive runner. Le'Veon was a patient runner. But this ain't got nothing to do with running. This got, this got to see how them hands go. We're going to see how them hands go. Now, am I going to tune in? Hell, no, I ain't going to tune in. I'm going I'm to I'm wait to watch, watch the uh, highlights. I hope that nobody get hurt. But I hope Adrian Peterson wins, though, because Adrian Peterson one of the best running backs ever played. I'm a former running back. He toasted that rock. That, that, dude, that, dude, that dude was cold. That dude was cold. Run so hard, run so aggressive. But football and boxing, two different things. Ain't the same thing, man. Ain't the same thing. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And once again, Stephen A. Smith, man, something is wrong with you, dog. Something is mentally wrong with you. And for all Stephen A. Smith fans that always get mad at me and talking about I'm cloud chasing, always talking about him, that ain't what I'm doing, man. Stephen A. acts like a sucker. So he has to be called out. Y'all don't like the fact that a guy who criticizes all the time that somebody is criticizing him? Y'all get upset about that when y'all don't even know that dude. But y'all get mad. Y'all come to his defense so fast. He don't say anything. Not publicly. I'm pretty sure privately he does. 
He don't say anything. What y'all do, y'all get hot. Y'all get big hot. Speaking of big hot, two point. Uh, yeah, one more. I just thought of yeah, boy, right. Have y'all seen what's going on with Draymond Green and Kendrick Perkins? Ooh, man. They've been going at it for the past couple of uh, months. But specifically here, these last couple of days, them words shots been taken to a whole nother level. Draymond saying that one of the worst things you can say about a black man, black woman, woo, call him the C word. And Kendrick got pissed. He went straight to Twitter to make a video instead of calling. He went straight to Twitter to make a tough-talking video instead of calling. Went straight to Twitter and just cursed and just went off and said all kinds of just cursy things, put it that way. But I think Kendrick Perkins forgot. You work for, you work for Mickey Mouse, man. You work for Disney. So he, he eventually deleted the video. But, of course, man, once you put it out there, people snatch and grab it and save it. It's, it's there forever now. But he has some very harsh things to say. But ESPN made him take it out, take it down because you're representing a brand. You can't be talking like you're still in the streets. Threaten, threatening to fight and all this old kind of stuff, man. You work for a, a, a entity that tries to cultivate, that has cultivated a specific image. Because ESPN is owned by Disney, Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, Goofy. So don't quit acting like a Goofy, big dog. But they've been going at it, man. It's like them dudes on first take because Kendrick Perkins been on first take a lot. They've been called out. They've been at, they're being exposed. Stephen A. Smith is being exposed because even a lot of his fans are like, hold on, bro. This stuff you got going on with Kyrie is kind of strange. So he's losing support amongst his fans. Because they, 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 they like, hold on, dog, you obsessed with Kyrie or something? Because it's being, it's transparently obvious that this is something personal he has against Kyrie. This goes beyond talking about anything Kyrie's done on the court, in my, on the basketball court. And I still say, why are you so worried that that's not your money? He mad that Kyrie getting paid and hadn't really played in a lot of games the last couple. It's not your money, man. I don't understand. It's, he act like it's his money. Baffling. Absolutely baffling, but I'm out of here, man. That's going to do it for another episode of the Run Pass Option with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holiday. I be just Doc Holiday, and I am out. Yeah.